Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corrigan, joined, as always, by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes and Brendan the Producer Pika. Guys, welcome in for our Week 5 AFC Home Game Preview. How's it going? I'm excited. You're excited. I'm excited. I'm hyped for this. like it. Hyped, stoked, excited. Mm -hmm. All of the above. It's week five. There is weird COVID-ness going on. Uh, at this point, there are, you know, Corey Davis tested positive for COVID. He is going mm -hmm. to be missing this upcoming game if they do even have it. Uh, but Andrew, he will keep you posted uh, on his injury update report that will Absolutely. be sent out later this week. Uh, so please keep checking back in with the Fantasy Football uh, Podcast, the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll keep you updated, and we will send you in the right gotcha. direction. Gotcha, Coach. Uh, Andrew, today we're breaking down the AFC home games, and starting out, you know, it's the Oakland Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I accidentally wrote Oakland. I keep doing that. It just, it just gets stuck in your head, man. I know. It just, I just feels that better. Issue. Feels better. It just um, it doesn't. Set, Las Vegas doesn't sound right. <laughs> It's going to take a while. But. It's going to take some time. The Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. This should be a good game. Uh, I, I feel like the Raiders, not necessarily giving the Chiefs trouble, uh, but they always put up they more fight. of a fight than people yeah. expect. Uh, as far as the Raiders' side of the ball, Josh Jacobs, I think, is a stud. You are treating him as such. Mm -hmm. Darren Waller, you know, I think you start with confidence. Henry Ruggs is expected to play week five. Uh, I would not say start Henry Ruggs, uh, but I think he is absolutely worth a roster spot, uh, mm -hmm. obviously in Dynasty, but I think in season long as well. You know, I was very inspired by how he was used week one, and he's been dealing with an injury ever since. So I think roster him, see now that he is healthy, how are they going to use him? How is he going to progress? We've seen other wide receivers do great. Uh, other rookie wide receivers do great this season. I think Henry Ruggs could fall right into place with Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb. We're seeing it all over the place. Yeah, so Grand I, think, I think Henry Ruggs could be up next. Um, yeah, I think next year or next year, next week at this point, I think we could be saying start Henry Ruggs. Yeah, absolutely. But, I could absolutely see that happening depending on week, how he looks. Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter Renfro, you know, I, after a disappointing week last week, you know, people were excited about him because of the opportunity he was presented. Uh, Hunter Renfro, bless his heart, I think is going to be a really solid NFL player. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know, he doesn't he doesn't pop on film. No. <laughs> I guess that's the most delicate way to put it. He tries really hard. Uh, I think that's the best. <laughs> that, 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 that's him. so condescending. <laughs> it sounds so condescending. <laughs> He tries hard. Good for him. But, you know, I think that's accurate. You know, you're not going to confuse him with, you know, <laughs> DK Metcalf. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> you really can't. Yeah, um, you know, no disrespect. But Hunter Renfro, people were starting as a opportunity play. You know, I think he can do better at the flex spot. But yeah. desperation, you know, will even then it pass. Uh, I think there's, this, there's, I think this Chiefs team will do a pretty good job at shutting down uh, yeah the Raiders. There's but, a lot of players out there this week that that can be very solid flex options. Yeah, for me, as far as the Raiders go, it's Waller, it's Jacobs. End of list. Boom, done. Over to the Chiefs side of the ball. You're stat. You're starting Patty Ice. You are starting Ice. Hill. 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, any other wide receiver on this team. Not a chance. Not a chance. I dig it. These Easy two teams. Give me the Chiefs. KC. Next up, we have the Denver Broncos taking on the New England Patriots. If they do play, uh, Stefan Gilmore was tested po- or he did test positive for COVID-19. So he will not be playing against the Broncos, which is bad news for him. That's, good yeah, news for terrible. the Broncos wide receivers. Um, I shouldn't be laughing, but that's how I cope with stress. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boom. Just, that's how I, we deal with uncertainty. Anxiety about it taking over the NFL is just terrible. I can joke about it because my family had COVID. Yeah. But they're all better now. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all good. Laugh the pain away. Uh, yeah. With the Broncos, Noah Fant is doubtful uh, with an ankle injury. You know, we saw it. You know, it didn't look great. I'm thankful he is already in the talks to be starting again. Mm-hmm. If he does start, I'm not playing him. I do want to see it first. Make sure he's not rushed back. Yep. Jerry Judy, I think, becomes interesting with Stefan Gilmore out. He showed up in a big way last week. You know, I wouldn't depend on him, but I would start him ahead of Hunter Renfro. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No, no doubt. doubt. Judy's, <laughs> Judy's got that talent. He's got that, uh, what would you call it? Pizzazz or something? <laughs> that sounds it? like something I would say. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. remember, but pizzazz would talks absolutely about be what it. Renfro doesn't have. <laughs> but yeah, Jared, Jared, Judy's a good option i mean i'm not the big i mean i'm not that comfortable with them uh starting as of right now just with the questionable quarterback and a good defense but you could be a lot worse in, in flex so yeah go for it all right it's i feel like you were all, i feel like you were all over the place i was all over <laughs> the place because i'm Judy still trying to analysis. consider where i want to put them it's like yeah you know low-end flex for me I think he is clearly the wide receiver one on this team with Sutton being out. Uh, Tim Patrick, you know, I don't think he's any threat to Judy's Not workload. Yet. I think they're going to be hyper-focused on Judy. And I think he's talented enough to get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, over to the Patriots side of the ball. Um, let's go back to the Broncos. Melvin Gordon, you're starting. He's yeah, in the workload. That's no brainer. Yeah, that wraps that up. Over to the Patriots side. Cam Newton is still out because of his positive COVID test. Um, you know, Julian Edelman, how do you feel? I just don't. I, I, I was questionable about <laughs> Julian Edelman with Cam Newton, so I'm out for Julian Edelman without Cam. I was yeah. not impressed with the way Hoyer or Stidham played. Yeah, no, this is, it was a pretty gross outing last week for this Patriots team. Um, you know, the running game. You know, Damian Harris is back. That's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, you know, he looked great in preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, can he put it together? We'll see. You know, I'm hands off all Patriot running backs. Uh, I'm actually just hands off the Patriots this week. <laughs> there is a lot really? of question yeah. marks. Um, the only person I'd be tempted would be Edelman. Uh, but even then, you know, he's a he's a flex. Uh, obviously ahead of Judy and ahead of Renfro uh, because of his talent and his I guess his prominence on this offense, mm. but I'm not expecting big things at all. I don't know what the Patriots are going to do, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm hands off for fantasy this week. I, I have Harris as a low end flex and I have James white as a low end flex. If you're in a PPR. So you're starting Damian Harris this week. 
I am actually. That's foolish. I, well, it's you're it's a damn tough. fool. I it's no, between it's him tough. and Devonta Freeman, and I'm leaning more Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman. As a, of right are now, I am Eric. <laughs> you should. We put up 100 yards last week. How much did Freeman put up? Like 40. But no, Freeman's more involved in the passing game. I, uh, Harris is definitely lower than, than Devonta Freeman. But I think Harris is the lead back here with Sony Michelle on the IR. So I would put Harris over like Hunter Renfro. We keep ripping on that guy. but Yeah, yeah. No, but, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, Damian I- Harris is a, it's a riskier play. I mean, we've seen Sony Michelle have a big week. We saw Rex Burkhead have a big week. We saw Harris have a big week. So once again, Bill Belichick is a jerk, um, but good at football. So, yep. you know, I, ugh, that's a gross flex. I certainly see where it's coming from. I like it. And honestly, I can't knock it. You know, if he is Bill Belichick's chosen one of the week, he'll be chosen great. Chosen one. Um, but heck, we'll see. Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. These two teams, give me the Patriots. Yeah, still the Patriots, even with all these questions. Yeah, the Pat Riots. That's them, all right. That's them. Next up, we have Cincinnati taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think this should be a a very interesting game. Uh, Starting with Cincinnati, Joe Burrow has looked great. Last week was his most quiet game, and that is because Joe Mixon stole the show. Uh, Burrow has been a trendy spot start this season. Uh, But this week, I am hands-off because of his tough matchup against the Ravens. And typically, the Ravens are vicious against rookie quarterbacks. They do have a long track record of just stealing the life out of rookie quarterbacks. Um, Joe Mixon. all the Browns quarterbacks. Yeah, well, okay. That might not be the best comparison because anybody can do that. They're a part of it. Yep, the spirit of Johnny Menzel lives on. Uh, mm-hmm. But Joe Mixon, you know, a huge, huge game last week. I think you start him. You know, you see what he, oh, I guess, I shouldn't say it like it's that much of a surprise. You're starting Joe Mixon. For the people who still believed in Joe Mixon, you were, rewar- you were rewarded last week. Showed up in a major way. Huge, huge game. Three total touchdowns. Against the Ravens, I don't think he'll explode for that much. Uh, but I think... You know, over 100 total yards and a touchdown is absolutely within the realm of possibility. Like It'll be tough, but he'll get the workload. And I think this Ravens team has more cracks in their armor than most people expected. Nice. Yeah, that's well said. Um, I don't like anyone else on this team. Well, Tyler Boyd, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah, Tyler Boyd, that's it. I love the confidence. Uh, so what are you expecting for Tyler Boyd if you had to think about it that much? Uh, just a flex spot. Nothing nothing higher than that. I would say 50 to 75 yards and hopefully a t- no, 50 to 70 yards. <laughs> 50 to um, 70 yards over five receptions. Not going to disappoint you, but he's not going to be that exciting. Yeah, no, I think that's the right call. I do want to point out, it does look like A.J. Green is fading into the sunset. T. Higgins, it does appear, has overtaken A.J. Green on the depth chart. It does appear, it does appear to be Tyler Boyd, followed by T. Higgins. Uh, Higgins is somebody that I think should be rostered. He is showing uh, quite the development. Uh, once again, a spectacular rookie wide receiver, uh, and his role is growing. He has shown a strong connection with Burrow. And he has the athletic profile to get great things done. 
So Higgins and Matt starting this week, I think he's absolutely rosterable. Mm-hmm. And I think if Higgins can prove himself against this Ravens team, I think he goes into a weekly role. Um, yeah, that's okay. that's my bold prediction. Okay. I think Higgins, I think he's on the up and up. I'm absolutely rostering him. Uh, and I'm excited to see what he can continue to bring to us. Uh, over to the Ravens side of the ball. Lamar Jackson has been a big disappointment. Um, he does appear to be dealing with an injury. Um, ugh, looks man. Pretty, looks precautionary. Looks it, precautionary, absolutely. Yeah. So he is expected to play. You know, he is still a quarterback one. You know, he does have that cheat code of running the football, but it's certainly not as sexy as you're hoping, and it's mm-hmm. not anything what we saw last season. So, you know, you're holding out hope. You're hoping they can piece it together. Uh, but there does seem to be a disconnect between what they're trying to be and what they were last year. Yeah. Uh, so starting Jackson, you're starting Andrews. As far as running backs, you know, it's a gross mixture of Dobbins, Ingram, and Gus Edwards. Of those three, uh, I'm starting Mark Ingram as a, as a flex. I think they're all flex at best. But, you know, Edwards, I'm not starting. Dobbins, I'm not starting. For me, it's Mark Ingram, and I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like any of that. I don't like any of the low end flex from Mark Ingram. Yeah, I mean he is getting the touchdowns. That's the highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you there. Uh, Marquise Brown, you know, disappointing showings this entire season. I think you stick with him. You know, it does appear to Lamar Jackson is struggling, but you know, when it comes to flex options, I would start Marquise Brown over Julian Edelman. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I think that this can actually be a bounce back game for him. Yeah, especially in this matchup against Cincinnati. Oh, that was easier than I expected. That's easy. These two I teams. Know. It's no one else. Whoa, what was that? What was that? You're like, that's not an instant Baltimore Ravens pick. You know that's what? That's who I'm picking. Give me Cincinnati. You're nuts. Give me the Bengals. You're I insane. Think, wow. You know what? The Ravens are on the downward spiral. Are they? Lamar Jackson is struggling. Is he? You know what? I think Burrow brings the swag. You know, he just, God, the guy is just a winner. Yeah. Fresh off his just first a winner. win he got last one week. Win. But man, he's been close. He took a team that was circling the dump and he, he made him relevant. You know what? You're, in, you're yeah. insane. But Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I think it's time Burrow earns his stripes. Oh my. Gosh, I mean, bada bing, bada boom, biggest right, cat in the room. It's right. Burrow taking on oh the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, quite honestly, Bryant, I can't knock you for that choice. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you had a solid argument, um, but I'm going Baltimore. Yeah, no, no I got to go with the safe pick here. I, I know, I, I do understand that they have been on a little bit of a downward spiral, but uh, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Baltimore. This is this. I'm glad you canceled out my Dolphins over 49ers pick from last episode you know what andrew yeah i uh look forward to uh laughing in your face when i get this right there's no way that the Bengals are gonna beat the ravens this week i hope all of our listeners from ohio are listening to me right now i don't uh saying brian we like you so much more than andrew with diabetes that's crazy that's no that's just crazy all right i'm blown away Every Andrew, you can have the people in Ohio, I can have the rest of the United States and the world. 
<laughs> Everyone well, else is like, what is this guy talking about? You know what? I think they get it. <laughs> That's crazy. That's right. crazy. I'll fight you. Hey, uh, I like next. it. I like the uh, I, I like the boldness. They got it's the swagger me. back. You know, it's usually me that does these ridiculous picks and and props to you. Thank you. Yep. I've got a feeling. Next up we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Houston Texans, starting with Jacksonville. Uh only one notable injury. LaVisca Chenault is questionable but expected to play. I think he is a fine flex play because of both his passing prowess as well as his tendency to get touches in the backfield as well. DJ Chark, welcome back to being a stud wide receiver. I think mm-hmm. he slots right into a wide receiver two Big with time, yeah. wide receiver one upside. We saw it last week. Uh, and the Texans, this is a shell of a team. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're struggling. So, you know, I think that DJ Chark is a stud this week. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, I am flexing. That's kind of all I'm messing with this week as far as passing options. Uh, James yeah, Robinson, you're starting with confidence. Big you know, time. he's been great all season long, and I think he keeps it going against a beatable Houston Texans defense. Yeah, they're definitely beatable, all right? So, um, yeah, I like all those picks. I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah, Minshew, you know, he is streamable. I do like other options more than him, uh, but I certainly think he could do a lot a worse. One. Yeah. Over to the Texans side of the ball, David Johnson, you know, hasn't been what you're hoping for, but, but he also has not been terrible. You know, he has a relatively safe floor. He hasn't necessarily wowed you except in week one, but I'm still starting him with confidence. This is a very good matchup. Mm-hmm. And truly, this is their first game without Bill O'Brien. So I think they're going to keep the playbook simple. Uh, I think they're going to kind of go back to the basics. Uh, I do believe Romeo Cornell, Cornell, I want to say. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, I, at the end of the day, I think this is a game the Houston Texans kind of, I want to say scale it back, but, you know, back to basics. I think this this game script will suit David Johnson well. And obviously a lot can change with that, but I think he has a very safe floor. If you're expecting the world, you know, you'll be disappointed, but low end RB two all day long. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Wide receiver options. You know, I feel pretty darn good uh, about, you know, Deshaun Watson. Uh, And I think of the wide receivers, I think you can start Will Fuller and feel Mm -hmm. good about it. That's really about it for me, though. Yeah, no, I'm I am right there with you. This is a tough one. Uh, these two teams. It is tough. Andrew, who are you feeling? Oh man, it's tough. Um, shoot, I'm gonna go Texans. This is this is a tough one. It's a really tough one. I'm gonna go Texans as well. All right, there you go. Uh, you know, I That's... think they I think they rally. Yeah, it's gonna be a close one. Yeah, I think I think Watson's out for blood. Give me the Texans. Yep. Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Buffalo Bills. This is a team that has taken a step forward in a major way behind their QB, Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think if there's any huge question marks. Uh, Zach Moss Uh, is questionable with a toe injury. Just the run game. You can start Devin Singletary and Mm -hmm. feel good about it. Other than that, you're starting Stephon Diggs. I think John Brown is a flex wide receiver. With wide receiver two upside. 
He's been more involved than people expected, and he still has that strong connection with Josh Allen. Yeah, boom. Easy peasy. That's, that's uh, really about it. I want to make a joke about Cole Beasley, but yeah, I don't know. no, not, not, not this matchup. Uh, the Tennessee Titans side of the ball back off of their COVID enforced bye week. AJ Brown is expected to play. If AJ Brown does play, I'm starting him. Tannehill, I am not in any rush to stream. I do nope. want to see how this team comes back out. Derrick Henry, you're starting. And Janu Smith, you know, I think he has a solid, uh, I think he's a solid play against his Bills team. You know, Easy, it man. Feels like it feels like it's been a while since we've seen him, even though it yeah. has only been a week. But, you know, I think people forgot how good he is. And I think he will push himself back in the conversation after this week. Yeah, I'm picking Bills. Yeah, I'm picking the Bills as well. Pretty much anybody against the Titans. That's who I'm picking. You really don't like the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I don't. And I, I can't tell you why. I don't know why. I just I just don't trust them. You just don't like them? Don't like them. Next up, we have the Colts taking on the Browns. Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we'll make this easy for you. Jonathan Taylor, you're starting. Moelle Cox, I think, is a high-end yeah. tight end, too. Go for it. I think that's it. Done. Done. Easy peasy. I mean, Easy peasy. T.Y. Hilton, not bench. a chance. He's borderline bench for me at this point. I don't even think he's borderline. He is on my bench. No, no, like borderline like on the team. Ooh, wow. He's, he's with A.J. Green, where... He's in he's in kind of like a like a timeout period where yeah. you're sitting on my bench in the for corner. a couple weeks in the corner. And if you don't change your behavior, you're you're done. You're out of yeah. here. That's like strike five. Yeah. So I can respect that. Um yeah, that wraps up the Colts, honestly. This is a, a team One that man. is focused around Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Uh, a little bit of a down week last week, uh, but I think I think you still I think you still start him with confidence. Mm-hmm. I think he is the blood of this team, and it's built around him. They have a great O-line. They want to control the game. Jonathan Taylor is locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. Over to the Cleveland Browns' side of the ball, Nick Chubb was placed in IR, leaving the backfield solely in Kareem Hunt's hands. Start Kareem Hunt with confidence. You have a top 10 running back. Odell Beckham Jr., we saw it last week. He is a threat to erupt any week he plays, um, you know, you start him. You know, we've seen his floor, which is about 40 yards, and we've seen his ceiling uh, with what he exploded last for last week. Um, yeah, and that's, you know, that's just the roll of the dice with Odo Beckham Jr. in this Browns offense. Jarvis Landry, I'm not interested in starting. Mm-hmm. Austin Hooper, not interested in starting. This is a tough Indianapolis Colts defense, and I do think they get the better of Baker Mayfield this week. Yes, that's exactly what I say as well, and I'll be talking about them later this episode. Smart. These two teams give me the Colts. Oh, man. Yeah, I, see, I thought it was going to be, yeah, I'll go Colts as well. <laughs> I was like, I'll be different. No, they they delivered me the win last week against the Bears, yeah. so Stick I think they do it again against the Browns. Uh, Arizona Cardinals taking on the New York Jets. A get-right game for the Cardinals and a continue-to-suck game for the Jets. Um, as far as Arizona Cardinals go, it's a get-right game. Kenyon Drake has been a disappointment, but you start him with confidence. Yep. If there's any team he can get it done against, it is the Jets. Hopkins, you are starting. Murray, you are starting. In my opinion, that is it. Yeah, that's easy-peasy. 
Over to the Jets' side of the ball. That wraps that up. No. One man. Jamison Crowder. I know that there's a lot of questions at quarterback, though. Flacco is. You mean like Darnold not playing? Yeah. There's. I still like Crowder, though, this week. Even if Flacco's throwing the ball. So, Jamison Crowder is a flex. He's not going to score higher than a flex, but he's a flex. Andrew, I commend your loyalty to your Dude, boy, Jamison Crowder. He's been great. He's not let me down. I mean, other than getting hurt. Well, but, getting hurt, but when he plays, yeah. he's not let me down. There you go. All Never right. Never regret starting. Uh, what? Oh, okay. I've yet to regret to start him yet. He's been All amazing. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's been no, amazing for me this, this year. I absolutely see where you're coming from. I'm not there with you. I do not want any part of this Jets team. Uh, I admire your love and your dedication to Jamison Crowder, uh, but you can be on that hill all by yourself. Good hill. Yeah, enjoy it. Um, yeah, these two teams give me the Cardinals. That was the easiest one we've ever done, Cardinals. And hopefully this will be the last game we have to deal with Adam Gase. <laughs> yep, the dominoes start to yep. fall. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is with the front office in New York, but they love Adam Gase. Yeah, they were like, yeah. we're so confident and we don't what? Why are we even questioning? Why are people questioning that he's going to get fired? <laughs> he's a genius. He's doing great. It's and four. <laughs> Come on. There is some room for improvement. Uh, the last AFC home game we will be breaking down here is the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, my heart goes out to Philadelphia because I think they are running into a buzzsaw. This is a elite Steelers defense. Uh, I do think they are better than the Colts. Uh, and the Eagles, this is a team that's struggling in offense. They are struggling with their O-line. Carson Wentz is not looking good. They have no wide receivers. And Miles Sanders has yet to prove that he is a game breaker. As far as the Eagles go, Sanders, you're starting because you have to. Yeah. I'm certainly not expecting a lot. And I think if you get what you got last week, you would be lucky. Mm-hmm. I do believe last week Sanders had roughly 70 total yards. And I think if you're lucky, you would get that again. <laughs> I do think Sanders will struggle. And Ertz, you know, Ertz struggled last week against the 49ers. I think he's going to struggle this week as well against yeah. the Steelers. Yeah. I would start Ertz if I had him. Um, however, I would not ex- be expecting all that much. Yep, that's it. That is it. Over to the Steelers' side of the ball. Deontay Johnson did not practice Wednesday, as well as Juju did not practice Wednesday. Andrew, you're the injury expert. What is your advice on these two players? Um, so they're, they're full-on questionable. So sometimes it's questionable but expected to play, questionable but not expected to play. It's full-on nobody knows so it's gonna it's gonna come down to to thursday and friday if they do practice thursday or friday i'm gonna be very confident that they're gonna play this week um but this is definitely one where you just need to listen to our next podcast that'll come out the injury update and i'll let you know on saturday if they're going to be playing or not so i would say it just think as of right now expect them to play uh until told otherwise. And if they do play, I would start either or both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to say if they do play, I would be more than happy to start Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. If one or both are not playing, I would be moving away from Ben Roethlisberger. 
Yeah, that's really good. James Conner should have a great day against this Eagles team. Uh, the Eagles do have a decent D line, uh, but I do think Connor is talented enough mm-hmm. and the Steelers offensive line is good enough to give him the opportunities to be a RB two this week. I'm trying to think Eric Ebron. No, thank you. No. And I no. think that wraps up the Steelers team and that wraps up our AFC preview of week five home games. We're both picking Pittsburgh, right? Oh yes. I okay. I just, yes, I know are I both really need to say it. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, Andrew, we can end the segment with our yays and nays. Classic. Let's start with the nays. Let's let's bring the people down, and then we can finish by bringing them back up. My first nay of the day is Miles Sanders versus Pittsburgh. 76 scoreless yards last week against the 49ers. Pittsburgh Steelers are better than the Niners. I do think the Eagles will struggle against this elite defense. Miles Sanders so far has not been an athletic marvel. He's no Saquon Barkley, and he's on a struggling team with a rough O-line. I think he gets smothered underneath this steel curtain. Sorry, Sanders. I think you are having a rough week this week. All right, uh, we're heading over to Cleveland once again. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. I know it. they're coming off a really good win against Dallas last week. They scored. The, uh, the most points in a game since 2007. Uh, but Baker Mayfield had a really mediocre game. 165 yards, two TDs uh, in a standard league. ESPN only 15 points, which is the highest he's scored this season. I'm really not impressed by him. He's a good quarterback in the NFL. Uh, but fantasy-wise, I'm not a fan. Plus, he's going up against the hardest defense, uh, passing defense in the league in Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I don't like it one bit. I'd like other quarterbacks better. Like we said, Teddy, um, Herbert, Cousins, all of that better options than Baker Mayfield this week. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I would absolutely be fading him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's a little bit cheating, but you know what? Oh, I will give it to you. Uh, tying into that, I actually have Odell Beckham Jr. versus Indianapolis. Hey, oh, okay. Uh, huge game last week. I uh, he definitely took advantage of the Cowboys D. I, this doesn't, this isn't because of Odell Beckham Jr.'s ability. I think Baker Mayfield is one of those quarterbacks where when the crap hits the fan, <laughs> I think he spirals. So I just think he's not going to get the opportunity to, you know, play up to his potential. You know, I think he's going to struggle to get the ball out. And I think, you know, we've seen this season when he goes into that play action pass, that's when he succeeds, when he gets out of the pocket. I don't think he's going to have that opportunity. I think he's not going to have the time to build those plays to Odell Odell Beckham Jr. I think Odell Beckham Jr. does not put up great fantasy numbers. Once again, not because of his talent, but because of Baker Mayfield and this very, very good Colts defense. Odell Beckham Jr., I'm still starting him, but I am hoping for a fourth of what he did last week. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I like that pick. I, I was thinking about Odell, but I have too much Browns, so I don't want to do that. I'm oh, so you went with... the safe route with Baker Mayfield? Who no, already yeah, sucked. it was. Well, I, put, I did Baker first, and then I was like, <laughs> I, I like to go quarterback first, and then I was trying to decide what wide receiver, and I was like, oh, Odell uh, Beckham is an option, but then I. Yeah, I already gotcha. had Baker in there, so uh, I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams run game. 
No Daryl Henderson, no Malcolm Brown, no Cam Akers. All three of them are expected to play. Uh, it's it's just I don't like this this game that McVay's playing with the running backs. It's hot hand and week two and three was Henderson. Week one and four it was Brown and got a little bit of Acres in there to take away two three carries a game from each of them. Uh, I don't want to touch any of them this week. I don't think I wouldn't even put any of them in in a flex or even desperation. I it's such a big question mark on who's going to get majority touches and who's going to perform. So I don't want anything to do with them this week. My final nay of the day, Terry McLaurin versus the LA Rams. Wow. I have two very simple reasons. You know what? Make that three. We got three of them. He's dealing with an injury. That's one. You can't see my hands. I have one finger up. You got one of them. All right. (laughs) Number two, Kyle freaking Allen. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, Dwayne Haskins was bad. What's worse than Dwayne Haskins? Kyle freaking Kyle Allen. Freaking Allen. Not Kyle. Number three, he's going to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey uh, with Stephon Gilmore missing this week. Ramsey is the best cover uh, in the league. So those three things do not add up to success for Terry McLaurin. I, I'm not benching him because you always start your studs. That's just good sense. But I would not be surprised if he tanks this week. Terry McLaurin, I love you. I think you struggle heartily this week. AJ Green is a big name for me uh, going up against Baltimore. And like you said, T. Higgins taking over. That was my talking point. T. Higgins taking over AJ Green on the depth chart. But uh, we uh, went over that already. So let's jump into the yays. Yeah. And we'll see Andrew jump on the opposite side of the spectrum. Uh No, (laughs) no, I got three. Questionable one, too. <laughs> My first day of the day, Darius Slayton versus Dallas. He's seen at least six targets per game, and he is the big play guy for Danny Dimes. We saw him have a huge game week one. We know he has the ability. He, he's that big play guy. Uh, and, you know, Daniel Jones is going to need to throw it to keep up with this Dallas Cowboys team, uh, who also have a terrible, terrible defense. So I think that adds up to opportunity for Slayton. I think he will get enough work to get it done against this questionable secondary. Darius Slayton, I think, flirts with top 24 numbers this week. Ooh, all right. 24 wide receivers. <laughs> okay. That, that's kind of just what I thought in my brain. Uh, I'm going to go with the probably the least, uh, probably the one that you'll be the most upset about. Elvin Kamara. Or way down. Yeah, no, uh, Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings. Okay, that's a good one. Respect. Yeah. He's, a, he's a starter this week after two great performances. Going up against Seattle, where the Vikings are going to need to throw the ball a lot. And it's either Thielen or Jefferson, and Jefferson's been looking real good. So that's an easy start for me. Boom, I like it. Short, yeah. sweet, to the point. Uh, my next yay is David Johnson versus Jacksonville. This is the first game without Bill O'Brien. I think they are going to play it safe, which means feeding David Johnson. The good news is he has a safe floor of at least 13 touches and gets to go up against a Jacksonville defense that was demolished by Mixon last week. Do I think David Johnson, there's, whoa. Do I think David Johnson is Mixon-like in his ability? No, uh, but I do think he is good enough to do some damage against this Jacksonville defense. David Johnson I feel pretty comfortable with as a high-end RB3, low-end RB2. All right, I'm going to go with my 
favorite streamer. Jeez, stre- what did you do to me? I messed up now too. Uh, my favorite streamable quarterback this week, Teddy Two Gloves from the Carolina Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater coming off the best week uh, this season. He's only rostered in, I think, 22% of leagues and starting in only eight of them. So that is a great pickup this week going up against Atlanta, which has a god-awful defense. It's so bad. They have, I think, like, Four corners injured and like two safeties injured. It's it's a big mess over there. Uh, we saw literally every team so far this year exploit that defense. And Teddy Bridgewater's got the opportunity. He's got two great wide receivers that are performing well in DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Uh, and then they got Curtis Samuel there as well. So not to mention a running back that can catch. I'm going to go Teddy Bridgewater, streamable quarterback, favorite one this week. I like it, Andrew. That is a great pick. And my final yay of the week is his fellow Panther, Mike Davis versus Atlanta. Uh, This one's a little bit cheating. Davis has been nothing but phenomenal since replacing McCaffrey. I think the good times will roll against this sad excuse of a Falcons team. Mike Davis getting it done on the ground through the air like he just don't care. Mike Davis, welcome to the pantheon of fantastic replacement running backs. If you lost McCaffrey, Mike Davis is making the pain a little bit less. He's been great. And I expect that to continue. All right. I like that one. I'm going to stick with the running back. Devante Freeman from the New York giants. He's been getting better and better every week. Uh, He carried the ball 11 times, 33 yards, but also involved in the receiving game last week, four receptions for 35 yards. He's going up against a defense that gives up 172 rushing yards a game uh, in the Dallas Cowboys. That number definitely went up because of last week as we saw them getting beat down by Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think that Devonta Freeman can do half of that. Um, I expect a total of 150 rushing yards from the New York Giants, uh, and majority of that could be from Devonta Freeman. I like how you say he's just getting better and better. He's he didn't start until it. week three. He didn't start until week three. He, he had 10 rushing yards in week, week three. And then he got better. <laughs> Last week, he had oh. 68 total yards. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like... Uh... <laughs> getting better and better, man. <laughs> it's just He's just getting better and better. Absolutely. By week 15, he's going to be putting That's... down so many yeah. fantasy football points. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate, it's like saying, like, you know, Minnesota Vikings on a win streak. Win streak of one. Yeah, nice true. Solid. That's all you need. But Devonta Freeman, I like this week a lot. Yeah, I think no. that uh, he can do really well against this defense. Andrew, that is a good list. Mm-hmm. I give you credit it's for your yay. It definitely got. I was way more confident in the yays. Than the nays. <laughs> I didn't well, think the nays were bad, except for AJ Green. Just throwing that out. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can feel that way. Yeah. Uh. Well, Andrew, that wraps up our week five preview. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We had a lot of fun this week breaking down the preview for these games for you. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. You know, that's uh, you listeners are what keeps us going. We live for your feedback. So please, on whatever platform it is that you are using to listen to us, please leave some feedback. Help us grow, help us expand, help us reach new listeners to spread this nonsense. Thank you all so much for listening. Good luck in week five, and we look forward to recapping it with you right here on the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast next week.